I don't think enough people speak about how hard it is being an entrepreneur or they don't speak about the challenges. You always see the shiny things and you always see the success, but you don't see the hard work or the challenges or the stress. Welcome to The Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to up-level your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so excited to be back home. I have been traveling. If you guys follow me on my personal Instagram, you would have seen I've been traveling quite a lot recently. I just got back from a holiday in Spain with my mum. Actually, we went to Spain and Portugal and we took a day trip to France to go to the Bordeaux wine region, which was absolutely amazing. I had the best time, but I'm honestly so happy to be home in my own bed, back into routine, back into recording the podcast. It honestly just feels so good and I am so excited. So I just thought I would do a little bit of a life and business update. So as you guys know, when I record my podcast, I do it in batches. So I will plan out a few episodes. I usually try to do three or four at a time and I will plan them all out and then I will record them all at once. And I'm sort of in the middle of one of my batching episodes at the moment and I had a little spare episode in here. So I thought, why not do a life and business update? Just a little bit more of a casual episode and just also some reflections that I've had from the year that has been 2023. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this year and kind of what's been going on in my business, in my life, and just some thoughts and reflections that I had. So this year has been a really interesting year. It has definitely been overall one of the hardest years that I've faced in business. It's definitely not been one of my best years. It hasn't been one of the easiest years. And I'm definitely looking forward to 2024. That's for sure. I'm definitely looking forward to that new year energy and that fresh vibe that comes from being in a new year. But this year has just been really challenging. So I opened a new salon in January. Um, I not only opened a new salon, I bought a warehouse fitted it out completely. And I moved my e-commerce wholesale business into that warehouse. And then upstairs, we built a salon, which was my third salon. And we started that process in October last year. And we did the fit out. We got it done in three months, which was amazing because it's a huge space. It's a double story warehouse. It's almost 600 square meters. So I was amazed that we were able to get it all fitted out so quickly 
but it was incredibly stressful. I had no idea that buying commercial property and fitting out such a big space was going to be such a headache. It was absolutely insane. And honestly, if I had my time over again, knowing what I know now to re make that decision, I actually don't know if I would have done it. It's one of those decisions that I made. And of course I can't take it back now. It's done. I'm, I'm working with it. I'm rolling with the punches, but if I could go back in time and if I knew what I knew now, I'm not sure if I would have actually gone ahead with it just because it was so stressful, so expensive, so hectic. And I just was not prepared for that level of stress. And then coupled with opening a new business, obviously spending a ton of money, fitting it out, getting it all ready. We also had a really tough year financially, as I'm sure a lot of businesses are experiencing this year with the economy. It has not been great with inflation skyrocketing, with interest rates skyrocketing. We have definitely had one of the slower years in some of my businesses, not in all of them, but in some of my businesses, it has definitely taken a downturn. And some of the things that we've really noticed is clients are not spending as much, particularly in the salons compared to the past few years, people are definitely spending a lot less money. So then of course that means the overall sales are going to be down and things are going to be a little bit harder. So I would say for me this year, the financial toll has been a little bit stressful. And I will say something that I did do to prepare myself for a downturn in the economy was over the past few years, you know, the business was doing absolutely amazing. It was killing it. We were profiting a lot. We were just going from strength to strength. And one thing I did do was put money aside for a rainy day. I knew that there was a chance that this wasn't going to last forever. And it is very natural when you look at the history of the economy for there to be highs and lows And there's going to always be ups and downs. So one of the things that I did, which I'm so glad about now that I actually did this was instead of spending all the money that I had, I really did put quite a lot aside for a rainy day. And a term that I like to use is runway. So it's having enough space, like a plane taking off on a runway, having enough cash in the bank to support you and the business through hard times for a period of time. So this means either having like six or 12 months worth of expenses in the bank sitting there that you're not going to touch, that you can save for a rainy day if things get tough, if things change. Um, And then that way you're not operating from, you know, week to week or from month to month. You've got that money sitting there ready to go so that if anything happens, you've got at least, you know, six to 12 months to try to figure out a different approach or figure out a different plan. So that is one thing I am really grateful that I did. I really prepared for this time period and having that cash in the bank and being able to support the business financially, even though things weren't going as well as I had hoped was really, really great. And I'm so grateful for that. So even though things haven't been as good as I had hoped they would be this year in terms of sales, in terms of profit, 
I have been looking at it very objectively. I feel like a previous version of me when I had started my business would have been freaking out or I would have been thinking the worst case scenario or just really beating myself up and thinking that I wasn't a good business owner. I wasn't smart enough and all those things that we tend to do or that sort of vortex that we can get sucked into. One of the things that I did not do is go down that path. I just accepted that it is what it is. This year is not going to be one of our best years. It's just not the right economy for it. But what can I actually focus on? And this is a theme that we've kind of had throughout the year when I've had my leadership meetings with my team. We have been looking at what is in our control, what is in our power that we can actually focus on. And this is, of course, you know, looking at our marketing, making sure that our services and our standard of the services that we provide is good and it's strong, making sure all that team are receiving enough training. We really looked at all the areas of the business that we could control and what we could potentially work on as opposed to focusing on what we couldn't control or what maybe wasn't going 100% the way we wanted it to in the business. So this is definitely a learning that I had from this year and something I'm really proud of myself for is that I just didn't get sucked into that vortex or into that place of doom and gloom or even just thinking that this is how it's going to be forever. I've had my business for 16 years now. I've endured many highs and lows. And I know that a part of running a business is having those highs and lows. You're not going to have record breaking years every single year. You're not going to have a consistent upward spike. And it's just a part of running a business. And it it's frustrating for sure. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't care that, you know, I didn't make as much money this year as I would have liked to. I'm not going to say that it's not frustrating, definitely frustrating, but it's also not the end of the world. And it really is just a part of running a business. So I hope that you guys can take that away as a little lesson for yourselves as well. If you ever go through a slump or you go through a downturn, Of course, you want to look at what you can be doing to improve your business. And of course, I do have an episode on that, what to do or how to navigate an income dip, which is a great episode if you haven't listened to that one already. Just ways that you can handle having an income dip and how to financially manage that and what you can actually do, what proactive things you can do to improve the situation when things aren't going quite as well as you had hoped for. Another thing I mentioned in that episode is having multiple streams of income. And that is another thing that has been in my favor this year because I do have multiple businesses. So if one of them isn't doing as well as I had hoped, I have other ones to kind of pick up the slack. I have investments. I have different streams of income. So I'm not relying just on one business or, you know, necessarily relying on the economy as such, because I do have my income coming from all different avenues. So that is another episode that I have both really good episodes. If you guys want to go back and listen to those ones, but it's just been really interesting reflecting back on this year and everything that has kind of happened. And I've started thinking about 2024, about setting some goals for myself, setting some goals for my business and what I really want to see happen in 2024, because It's a fresh year. It's a new year. We have that new year energy. And I just want to go into it kind of leaving 2023 behind. And that 
was what that was and it is what it is. And 2024 is a fresh new year. It's time to set some fresh goals and to kind of get a little bit of a new perspective on things. But I just wanted to be vulnerable in this episode and share that with you guys, because I don't obviously know what your 2023 has been like, but I do know a lot of people have struggled this year. It has been a little bit of a challenging year. Um, Some industries and obviously some businesses thrive in certain economies and others do suffer a little bit. And I do feel quite grateful being even in the hair and beauty industry is that generally during economic times of trouble, we don't suffer too much. People do tend to keep spending money on their hair. They want to look good. They want to feel good. And it's generally not something that people will give up until they absolutely have to. So I am grateful to be in this industry, of course, and I think that's definitely showed particularly in my e-commerce business, which has literally doubled in sales from the previous year. We set a really big goal at the start of the previous year, and we have absolutely smashed that goal, which is so exciting. We have grown that business so much, and that has continued to grow, and the sales have continued to increase, which is amazing, and it's so exciting. So definitely, it's it's been interesting to see, even within my own businesses, how some of them have really grown, and some of them have either not grown as much as I would have predicted them to, or they've just kind of done what we did last year. They haven't really had any kind of increase. So very interesting reflections. And then of course, in May of this year, I launched my coaching business, which was super exciting for me. That was really something that pushed me out of my comfort zone because I have always done hair and I've been growing my businesses for so many years. And it was kind of a little bit nerve wracking to sort of step out into a completely different industry being coaching and also meant that I had to put myself out there online a lot more. My other businesses, they run predominantly without me and I don't have to do the social media. I don't have to be involved in the I don't have to be the face of the business, I should say, but for my coaching business, of course, it's all me and I am doing a lot of the marketing and I'm doing a lot of the things on my own. So it's definitely been really interesting for me to launch the coaching business. I absolutely love coaching. I love helping business women and helping them to just grow their businesses and to be that support and be that strategist when they need it. And I've absolutely loved running my coaching business. It's definitely something that is a passion of mine. And it's, I almost feel like it's my calling in some ways because I just love it so much and I'm so passionate about it. So that was a very exciting thing that happened in May was launching this extra business, launching this podcast. And I'm really excited to see what 2024 holds for my coaching business. I hope to impact more women. I want to work with more women, helping them grow their businesses and helping them, you know, impart my knowledge, helping them with their strategy, just even being a support. That is something that I have really enjoyed is, you know, being there when times are tough or when things are maybe not going exactly as they wanted in their business and being able to support them and show them the silver lining or show them that this is normal. These things happen in business, just really normalizing the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. This is something I've said time and time again. I don't think enough people speak about how hard it is 
being an entrepreneur, or they don't speak about the challenges. You always see the shiny things and you always see the success, but you don't see the hard work or the challenges or the stress or the mistakes that you've made and all the things that go into creating a successful business. So I definitely love being able to share that and being able to help other businesses grow as well. So I'm very excited to keep doing this in 2024. I actually had promised myself when I started my coaching business that I would give it one year to see if I actually liked it and to see if I could make it work as a legitimate business, because it is something that Well, I am the type of person that I'm not going to keep putting my energy into something if I'm not enjoying it or it's not successful. So I have about six more months left to decide if I want to continue this business at this point in time. Definitely. I absolutely love it. I really enjoy it, but I would of course like to keep expanding the business and growing it. Um, I would like it to be more profitable, of course. We want all our businesses to be extremely profitable. So this is something I am going to keep working at and just being, I guess, 100% transparent. I don't feel like I have really played all out with my coaching business. I don't think that I have really put in a hundred percent into the business. I've definitely put effort in. I've definitely been consistent with my posting on socials and my podcast. I've had an episode come out every single week for about six months now, which I'm very proud of, but I just know I can play a bigger game and I know that I can do more. So I definitely want to challenge myself in the next six months to really push myself to grow my coaching business, to you know, create new courses potentially or new offerings within the business. I'm not hundred percent sure what I'm going to create just yet, but that is something that is on my mind is really creating more educational opportunities for business owners, because I know starting a business, it can be stressful. It can be overwhelming. You don't know where to start. You don't know where to turn. There's so many unanswered questions and I want to be that resource for women in business who can come to my page or they can listen to my podcast and they can learn and they can grow and they can just really benefit from the knowledge that I have and they can find out about the mistakes that I've made so that they don't have to make the same mistakes themselves. Um, So I'm really excited to just challenge myself and keep working on my coaching business and I want to give 100%. In a fast-paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. Actually, I'm going to share a little story. 
about something that happened recently. And it was a little bit of a realization for me. So I wanted to get a coach specifically for my coaching business. I do have a business coach that I've had for a few years now, who is sort of like my financial advisor and accountant and business coach. So he's someone I've been working with for a few years, but I wanted to get a coach specifically for my coaching business. I am a big believer in investing in coaching. I do think it is a tremendous help and I really wanted to take my coaching to the next level. So I invested quite a lot of money in a coach. It was, I think about $12,000 for a three month coaching program. And I was definitely freaking out about it. I was like, this is a lot of money to invest. And it wasn't a, it wasn't like a super close proximity container. So it was where I had the coach available to me, but it wasn't any, um, meetings or anything like that, anything regular, I guess I should say. It was more just if I wanted to contact them, I had the opportunity to do so. And I really did worry about spending the money and I worried about, you know, investing in it. But I just thought, you know, I really want my coaching business to grow. I know I need support. So I'm just going to invest the money and see, you know, make it work. I will find a way to make it work. Anyway, so it's been three months and the coaching container is finished and I, I hate to admit it and I'm so disappointed in myself, but I honestly did not use it to its full potential. And a couple of the reasons were that I was traveling a lot. I was traveling most of the time that I had this coaching container opening. And then while I was traveling, I wasn't really working on my business, on my coaching business. I was, of course, still posting. I still recorded my or pre-recorded my podcast. I had that all going out, but I wasn't being active on my socials and I wasn't actually putting a plan in place. So I came up with this entire strategy with this coach, this entire plan, and I didn't execute it at all. The plan just sat there and I didn't execute upon it. And I just felt one, I felt disappointed in myself, but two, I started to reflect about why this was kind of happening. Instead of just being frustrated and being annoyed, I thought about, I want to reflect, why is this actually happening? Like, why did I not execute on this plan? Of course, one of the things I identified was traveling. I shouldn't have entered into this coaching container when I was about to be traveling, even though I didn't know I was going to be traveling at that point in time, I probably should have just not invested knowing that the timing wasn't really the best time for me as an individual. And it probably would have been better at a later point in time. But then secondly, I also feel like I have this habit of setting up a plan and then not sticking to it. And it's, I guess, a trait of mine that I have that I wish I didn't have or something that I would like to work on, but it's definitely something that I've noticed, especially when it comes to my workouts and my diet. I've worked out with a personal trainer for probably the past year now, and I have definitely gotten some good results, but something I've noticed is she will give me a meal plan. She will set out my macros and my workouts, and I've got to hit, you know, 10,000 steps a day and five workouts a week and sticking to my calories and my macros And I'll do it for maybe two or three weeks and then I'll slack off and then I'll come back again and then I'll slack off. And I just get so frustrated because I feel like it's this pattern that I have where I'll do something and then I will commit to something and I'll do it a little bit, but I'll kind of only half do it and then I'll get distracted and I'll, I guess, just give in to 
my, you know, give into temptations, go and eat a cupcake or go and drink a few glasses of wine, which is not supposed to be on my plan. And I kind of just have this habit of committing to things and then not always following through. And this is not with every single thing in my life. It is just with certain things I obviously have a lot of evidence with my business, how I have been able to commit to things and I have been able to stick to things. Even this podcast, for example, I've had an episode every single week for six months and I'm really proud of that, that I haven't let a week go by where I didn't have a podcast episode come out. So there's there's certain areas of my life where I can just commit to something and I stick to it and then other areas I just fall short. And I think that's totally normal. I don't think that's like an unusual, uncommon trait, but with this coaching container, it really showed up for me. And I started thinking how many areas of my life am I really not sticking to the commitments that I have made with myself? And this is the thing, this is not affecting anybody else, but myself. If I'm not working out or I'm not dieting or I'm not sticking to the plan I created, that is affecting me. It's not affecting anybody else it's affecting me. And it's the same thing with the coaching container. I didn't use the coaching container to its full potential as I should have. And that's on me and that's affecting me and me only. And I think that sometimes when it comes to letting other people down, I will go out of my way not to let other people down. That's probably why I have released this podcast every week because I don't want to let you guys down. I know that you guys are waiting for the episodes and I release them, but I tend to let myself down. So this is something that I'm really going to focus on in 2024 is sticking to the commitments that I make with myself, because I am a big believer in sticking to the commitments that you make will build confidence and trust within yourself. And I think it's a two pronged thing. One of those things is that I shouldn't be setting the bar so high and setting my commitments so high that I can't stick to them or I can't live up to them. That is something I tend to do. I'm a bit of an overachiever and a bit of a perfectionist. And I always think I can achieve so much in such a short amount of time that I set the bar really high and then I won't make it because it's it's unrealistic or it's, it's too hard. Um, so that is one part of it. And again, that's the same with this coaching container. I did it during a time when I was traveling and I was not able to focus on my business and not able to execute the plan that we had set out. And I just thought in my mind, oh, it's totally fine. I can travel and be on the road and moving every single day and packing up and doing this and doing that. And I can still work on my business and I can still do, I can still run my businesses that I've got you know, at home and I can do all these million and one things. And I should have just known (laughs) that it just wasn't going to happen. I was just putting way too much pressure on myself and setting the bar way too high. So that is one aspect of it is making sure I'm setting realistic expectations and realistic goals that I can actually stick to. And then the second part is also just following through a little bit more and I guess valuing myself and prioritizing my, my goals and what I want for myself. I do tend to be good at prioritizing business goals and external things. And like I said, not letting other people down, but I maybe don't focus on myself and prioritizing my own goals for what is going to benefit me and serve me. So even though it was a sting financially. And I honestly even feel like slightly embarrassed coming on here and even saying all this because 
I did feel like I had just completely wasted $12,000. I'm not completely wasted. That is not true. It is not a complete waste because I did learn something from it. But I did want to be vulnerable with you guys. That was something I set out to do when I started this podcast is just be open and vulnerable and talk about what I'm going through and, you know, talk about the different things that are happening in my life and in my business. So that is me being vulnerable, sharing a very costly, I don't want to say mistake, but just something that I spent a lot of money on that I really did not use to its fullest potential. So that was something I learned this year. That was a big lesson for me, a expensive lesson, but a lesson nonetheless. And I just feel that in 2024, I am going to be stronger with sticking to my commitments. That is a commitment I'm making to myself. And it's something that I'm going to keep working on. And I think that's all we can do as business owners and entrepreneurs is just reflect back about the things that we've done. And instead of beating ourselves up, instead of getting worked up, instead of, you know, venting to every single person we know about how frustrated we are, Just think about what you can do to change the situation next time and what you can do to improve the situation when it happens again and look for what takeaways you can learn instead of getting overwhelmed or getting upset. And another thing I want to start implementing in 2024 is doing a monthly review of the month that has gone by. I kind of tend to only do it every year or I do do it probably on a quarterly basis a bit more, but I really want to start implementing a monthly review where I look at my month and I look at all areas of my life, not just business, but my health, my relationships, my friendships, um, my of course, my business, my finances, I want to look at everything and kind of rate myself almost like a little mini performance review for myself of how I did out that month. And I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. I might do like a scale of like a six out of 10 or something like that, depending on what what areas of my life I really want to focus on in that time period. But I just want to take that time. I'm going to set a reminder in Asana every single month to review the previous month, the same way that I do in my businesses, but do it for my life, kind of like a life admin life review and just assess where I'm at in all the different areas of my life each month, because it's so easy for time to just go by and things to just happen and you get stuck in patterns and loops. And if you don't stop to actually reflect and think back about what you've done, you know, good or bad or, you know, indifferent, then how are you going to be able to find what needs to change or what needs to happen in order to move forward? If you don't take that time to just reflect and look back. So that is another thing I'm implementing in 2024 is just reflection regular reflection. And of course, never from a place of, you know, trying to shame myself or trying to guilt myself or beat myself up or anything like that. I'm just looking at it from a place objectively the same way that I would do if I was to do a performance review for one of my staff, or if I'm to do a performance review of one of my businesses, I look at it objectively. There's obviously no emotion or anything attached to it. There's no meaning attached to it. It's just, it is what it is. And when it comes to me doing things on a monthly basis, I either worked out and followed my meal plan or I didn't. 
And it doesn't mean that I'm lazy or I'm unmotivated or any of those things. It's just, I either did it or I did not do it. And if it's not in alignment with my goals, then how can I make changes to do that thing the next month to make sure I hit my macros, to make sure I'm doing my workouts. It's just looking at it from a place that is very objective and you're just basically giving yourself a rating. So I would love to know if you guys would ever implement something like this into your monthly routine, or if it is something that you do already, if something that you have found is helpful, I would love to know if you guys want to reach out and DM me. I'm always down to hear what it is that you guys are doing and what you're implementing in your life and always looking for life hacks and ways to improve and continue to grow. So overall, I would say 2023 has been definitely been a success. It was a challenging year for sure, but I learned a lot. I opened a new location. I bought a warehouse, which is wild. That was an absolute dream come true. Definitely something to be celebrated. I launched an entirely new business, a coaching business, which again, major celebration. I also have some public speaking events coming up next year, which I am so excited about. I have wanted to start public speaking for quite some time. And because I launched my coaching business, I've had people reach out to me to speak at events, which is again, so exciting. I can't even believe I have these opportunities before me and I'm very excited for them. So 2024 is definitely going to be a really fun year and it's going to be a lot of, again, probably new challenges and new experiences and new growth to be had, but I am really excited for it. And I am very grateful for all the lessons that I learned in 2023, but I'm also really excited for a new year coming up. So that is all from me. I hope you guys loved the episode and thank you for listening to me be a little bit more vulnerable and just having a little chit chat with you guys. And of course, I'm not going to leave you hanging without my favorite things of the week. So this week I wanted to talk about my running shoes. I know that's again, so random, but my favorite running shoes at the moment are these shoes called Hoka. I think it's Hoka or Hoka. I don't know. H-O-K-A, but they are the most amazing sneakers I have ever worn. I really wanted a good pair of walking shoes. I call them running shoes because I think that's what they are, but I use them for walking. I definitely do not run. I'm not a runner, but I love to walk and I like to go on the treadmill and go for walks outside. So I wanted to find a really good pair of supportive runners and I had researched what are the best brands. I've always been a Nike kind of gal. I love Nike, everything, Um, but they're not super supportive and they're actually not that comfortable. Well, I thought that they were until I found these Hoka running shoes and I am like mind blown. They are so comfortable, so supportive even like the toe box is so wide. So you feel like you can really spread your toes out. It feels like walking on a cloud. Like they are unbelievable. And I cannot believe I've been wearing these stupid non-supportive sneakers for so many years when I could have been wearing these amazing shoes that make me feel like I'm just floating through the the sky. They're, they're honestly amazing. You have to go and try a pair on. There are different types of the sneakers as well. So make sure that you go somewhere that you can talk to someone about what type is going to suit you best. Because if you are a runner, there are different ones, which are a little bit more springy and 
the ones that I got are for walking. They are, oh, I cannot remember the style of them now, what the style is, but they are so amazing and I highly, highly recommend them. So that is my favorite thing of the week. I hope you guys are having a great week. I will be back next week with some more business related episodes and I will see you guys then. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.